to work towards completion. It's our job to finish things that we start, to work towards a better community, to work towards our goals and our values, uh, and making our community whole. So uh, once again, this the Christmas season, or the holiday season, or whatever you celebrate, um, I'm once again saying that I'm going to work to make myself whole. I'm going to work to make our community whole. And please join me for the pledge. Thank you. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, liberty and justice for all. Thank you, Supervisor Gillis. Are there any announcements this evening? Supervisor Ritt. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. Along with uh, Supervisor Schmidt, I rise tonight to introduce a resolution in support and inclusion of all people in the Dane County community, and I will circulate it this evening, and I hope you'll sign on. Thank you, Supervisor Ritt. Supervisor Miles. Thank you, Madam Chair. I rise to announce that I am introducing an ordinance amendment to Chapter 10, or Zoning Ordinance, uh, that proposes to modify um, the appeal body for conditional decisions on conditional use permits, uh, changing it from the Dane County Board from being the appeal body to the Board of Adjustments. Um, so uh, it's been done, the work on this has been done in collaboration uh, with the Zoning Committee as well as with Corp Council uh, with input from the Dane County Towns Association and it has their support. Uh, anybody wishing to sign on? Um, People I'm sure here are very familiar with the few that we've had that uh, it's been an unwieldy process for um, 37 members to participate in a quasi-judicial process and I think the uh, Board of Adjustments will be a much more appropriate role. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Miles. Supervisor Matano. Thank you, Madam Chair. I uh, rise to complete some uh, work I mentioned two weeks ago to introduce a, a resolution regarding the situation at Standing Rock and as a bonus for our colleagues there are two versions of it one of which was written by the supervisor from District 26 and um, as I read the two uh, A, both my brain cells were occupied and B, I realized that the situation is um, always in flux so I recommend that we send both to committee and sort them out in committee and do committee work in committee so uh, I ask all my colleagues to consider signing your version and my version, and we'll figure it out over time. Thank, Thank you, you, Supervisor Matano. Supervisor Kolar. Thank you, Chair Corgan. I rise to introduce a resolution for an ordinance amendment. It's amending Chapter 17 of the Dane County Code of Ordinances due to uh, official flood plan maps and so it's reflecting necessary revisions. It's something we've done before and I anticipate we'll have to do again in the future. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Kohler. Are there further announcements? Seeing none, we'll move on to approval of payments. Is there a motion on the bills over $10,000 referred to the County Board? Moved by Shower, seconded by Matano. Is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the bills over $10,000 are approved. 
Under item E, approval of county board minutes, is there a motion on the minutes of the December 1st county board meeting? Moved by Farrell, seconded by Nelson. Is there discussion? All those in favor, I see none. All those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and the minutes are approved. On item F, the consent calendar, items F1 to F6, are there any requests for separation? Supervisor Keeper. F1. F1 will be separated. And Supervisor Wegleitner. F6. F6. Okay, so we will separate F1 and F6. So on items F2 to F5, is there discussion? Seeing none, on items F2 to F5, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and those items are approved. On item F1, Resolution 341, authorization to enter into an agreement with the Ahara Watershed Improvement Network for Adaptive Management. We do have one registration, Alan Levin, um, um, representing the Yahara Lakes Association, is registering in support. Um, and is there discussion? Supervisor Kiefer. Yes. Uh, Madam Chair, just wanted to give the board a little bit of background as to what it is we're doing tonight and why it's important. This is a complicated agreement. It's a five-year agreement. It's $2.25 million, so it's a long time and a lot of money, and I think it's important to explain why I believe this is a good agreement and just give a little bit of quick background. This all goes back to the Federal Clean Water Act and passed back in 1972, and that's a federal law that requires local governments, including the Madison Metropolitan Sewerage District uh, and other local governments, but not Dane County, to comply with certain water quality standards, um, among those being phosphorus pollution. And I hope everyone here already knows that it's manure from cows that is one of the major causes of phosphorus pollution, but there's, there's other uh, organic sources as well. And in order to comply with the Clean Water Act, the sewerage district and local governments came up with something called adaptive management, which means that it's cheaper for everyone and more effective to essentially hire the county to do things upstream, working with farmers, rather than uh, the sewerage district doing things at the sewer plant. And that's what this agreement essentially is, is the uh, sewerage district as well as other units of government essentially paying the county $2.25 million over five years to do this to keep us in compliance with federal law. Now, I just want to briefly touch on how I do believe we're going to have some challenges in the next five years over the term of this agreement that we're voting on tonight. Like I said, the lever that's over all of this is the Clean Water Act. And the Clean Water Act is administered by the APA, by the federal government. And we have just learned within the last month that the new person who's going to head the EPA, Scott Pruitt, is someone who has, in fact, sued the EPA to prevent the EPA from enforcing the Clean Water Act. So I think that over the term of this agreement, we want to have some challenges in that the federal government is not necessarily going to be the partner that it has been in helping us clean up the lakes through the Clean Water Act. I think we're, to some extent, going to be on our own on this. And... I do think this is a good agreement, and I am, of course, voting in favor of it. But I just want to uh, warn people that I think in terms of cleaning up the lakes, we really can't count on the federal government as the ally that it has, and we can't count on the state government for 
reasons that should be obvious. And it's us at the county level that we really have to take ownership of Clean Up the Lakes along with our local government partners, along with the Yahara Winds project. So I am voting in favor of this agreement. I would urge others to do as well. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Keeper. Is there further discussion on Resolution 341? Seeing none, on Resolution 341, what's before us is the Environment, Agriculture, and Natural Resources Committee's recommendation to approve. On that um, vote, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 341 is approved. On Item F6, Resolution 388, authorizing an agreement to accept grant funding for the purchase of an armored rescue vehicle. Is there discussion? Supervisor Wegleitner. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I uh, have some concerns with the um, purchase of the Arm and Rescue vehicle, um, but I think they can be addressed with a, a couple amendments. Um, I, 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 I'm concerned that um, I understand the intent and the practice has never been to use um, an Arm and Rescue vehicle for crowd control or, you know, at protests or anything like that. And I understand that um, this should not be considered as militarization of our sheriff's department. Um, but I do um, feel like I'm not um, the best judge of what could be viewed of as militarization of our sheriff's department. And I'm worried that um, we have a lot of mistrust in our community for um, a history of, of, you know, racially disparate incarceration and arrests and things like that. So I, I'd like further input and policies developed regarding um, the, the use of the armored rescue vehicle and regarding the acceptance of um, Homeland Security Department of Military Affairs grants. Um, so I do um, have an amendment. I think what I'll do is I'll read it. Uh, um, and then Why don't you move it and see if there's a second, okay. and then you can bring it forward. So I will move it. And then um, moved by Wake Lightner, seconded by Hendrick, and then if you could just read the amendment sure. and bring it forward. So this would um, be inserted before the only resolved clause, so that it would be two resolved clauses. And um, the, it would go, now therefore be it resolved that the armored rescue vehicle shall not be used for crowd control. Um, and then be it further resolved that policies for the use of the armored rescue vehicle and acceptance of future grants from Homeland Security, Wisconsin Department of Military Affairs be reviewed as a component of the Sheriff's Department's strategic plan for racial equity and social justice in consultation with the Office of Equity and Inclusion and input from communities of color. Okay. And do you have copies for members of the board? Why don't we take a moment to make copies of this? It's so lengthy, I think, that people deserve to have a copy. So we'll recess a moment while we wait for copies. In fact, why don't we, um, the clerk has made a good suggestion, why don't we finish the rest of the agenda and then come back to this, and then, um, and then we'll, so that way this will be the last item that we do so that we have a chance for everybody to look at that while, before we vote on it. And Supervisor Rusk, were you? I was just going to say why we're waiting should we have the sheriff respond? I would, I would like everybody to get a copy of it and okay. to look at it. So we're going to move to the rest of the agenda if there's no objection to doing that. And then we'll, everybody will have a chance to look at it and, and um, then we can 
formulate questions and a response. Uh, Supervisor Farrell. I believe the proper procedure would be to table the item. So we, we will, we will, thank you. We will, move that we table the we will take, move by Farrell, seconded by Gillis, we, um, to table um, resolution 388. All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and resolution 388 is tabled. On item K, resolutions, resolution 316, change order number one to contract for Payne and Dolan for the Dane County Job Center asphalt removal and replacement pro project. What's before us is um, the Public Works and Transportation Committee recommendation to approve sub one. This was also in personnel and finance this evening, and finance um, approved it four to zero. Um, is there discussion on resolution 316? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and resolution 316 is approved. Sub one to resolution 316 is approved. <coughs> Um, resolution 382, authorizing allied lease for joining forces for families program, Dane County Department of Human Services, CYF division. Um, what is before us is the Health and Human Needs Committee's recommendation to approve. Um, this also was in finance this evening, and personnel and finance recommended approval unanimously, four to zero. Is there discussion on, recommend, on resolution 382? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 382 is a, Resolution 382 is approved. Resolution 431, authorizing reallocation of position authority, establishing a new account, and reallocating expenditures for the Boca Grant for underserved populations in the District Attorney's Office. What's before us is um, the. I'm sorry, I don't have a. This, it went to um, Public Protection and Judiciary. It just didn't record it on here. And, and Public Protection and Judiciary um, approved it 5-0, to zero, and it also was before the Finance Committee this evening, and Finance approved it 4-0. to zero. Is there a discussion on Resolution 431? <laughs> Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and Resolution 431 is approved. And on item M, items requiring a two-thirds majority for passage, items M1 to M4. Are there any requests for separation on those items? Seeing none, these items do require a two-thirds majority. I'd like to have them recorded as having passed unanimously. Is there any objection to recording items M1 to M4 as having passed unanimously? Seeing none, they will be so recorded. And we are back to... Moving, is there a motion to take resolution I'm sorry, 388 from the table? Moved by Dye, seconded by Gillis, and resolution 388 is taken from the table, and we're still awaiting um, the, the um, copy of the amendment, so we will wait a moment. Well, we, nobody has seen... The copy. I, I think everybody deserves to have a copy of the agenda, except if, I mean, did you, you've already spoken to it, or have you spoken to it, Supervisor Weigleitner? Uh, did you complete your? Thank you, Madam Chair. I, I could um, just explain a little bit more. So, okay. Um, as this is the, what I understand is, the, is to replace um, a vehicle that we have right, right now. Um, and I had asked about um, whether or not the, 
we've talked a lot about our racial equity and social justice initiative, and the, the team has been working hard. And so I was wondering if there was analysis or a tool that potentially could be used um, to to review this and get more community input on um, it, just to make sure folks understood what it was for and the limited scope of use and see if there were any recommendations or policies that might be developed um, to um, re regarding this. And um, I don't think we have a tool quite developed yet, but I did speak with um, uh, Wes Sparkman, our, our director of the Office of Equity and Inclusion, and he had mentioned that, um, you know, they're working on the strategic plan with um, all the departments um, for racial equity and social justice. So I thought that if we could just put into the policies what is already the practice, which is this isn't used for, for crowd control for protests, but it's really to protect workers as they approach um, you know, a, a, a situation where their life is, 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 you know, in danger or something like that and they needed to protect themselves um, in limited circumstances. Um, that if we just added that and made sure that was policy of this board, that that would clarify things and be something that would be clear to the community about its use. And I also felt like since this is actually a grant from military affairs um, and there is um, considerable and understandable concern about the militarization of law enforcement throughout this country, and we've seen militarization in, in um, you know, Standing Rock and, and some brutal things that have happened there, that we should um, think about how militarization impacts communities that have been traditionally, um, you know, over-contacted um, uh, by, by law enforcement and have had disparate contacts with the criminal justice system, um, and that that is probably best done in the, the planning process of the strategic equity plan to look at this source of funding as a whole, to look at this relationship between military affairs and the sheriff's department. And so um, that's why I would hope that you would support this, these um, simple amendments to really just um, try to establish uh, more policies and um, engage the community a little bit more about, about this um, going forward. Thank you, Supervisor Wegleitner. Further discussion? Supervisor Hendrick. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I wanted to say a little bit about each section, and uh, the first one is the one that states that it not be used for crowd control. Um, I think this one is pretty easy. My understanding is that the sheriff, uh, who will be the ultimate authority in the use of this vehicle, says that it will not be used for crowd control. And uh, I believe he also will agree that it's the policy of the sheriff's office so that it's not just one person but the whole culture of the sheriff's office that they do not intend to militarize our uh, county law enforcement and they will not use a vehicle like this for crowd control. Uh, you may say that the county board passing a resolution does not make binding policy, uh, and that may be true, but it also doesn't hurt for us to say this, to agree with the sheriff, to agree with the sheriff's office, and to make sure we're all on the same page. And just to give one example, I know that uh, Dane County has resources that other counties do not have, and sometimes we're called on to share those resources, and so we might be in a situation where our vehicle or other uh, quasi-military equipment is being used in another county under the command of another agency, and their policies may not be as clear as ours. So 
I think it's a good precaution for us to just make our policy absolutely clear. Um, and on the second, the uh, review as part of the sheriff's department strategic plan, I think is a very good idea. And our purchases of uh, military equipment are quite limited. They have been in the past and they are in the present. But I think uh, most people on the board are aware that there's a new administration in Washington and they have announced that it's their intention to open up this program to allow much more military equipment to be transferred to local governments. So I, I think it's our responsibility and all we're asking here is that this be included in the Sheriff's Department strategic plan, but, but I think it's our responsibility as a county to make that plan and to decide what Dane County's values are and not just to accept the fact that the federal government decides to expand the program. So I think this is a, this is a very good clarification in agreement with the sheriff and uh, I hope people will support it. I, I will not plan to speak again on the main motion, uh, but I would ask that if this uh, amendment does not pass that I be recorded as voting no on the main motion. Thank you, Supervisor Hendrick. Supervisor Rusk. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, the sheriff is here, and I'd like to have the sheriff come up and ask him what he thinks of the amendment. And uh, Mr. Sheriff, while you're walking up, could you clarify when the uh, Bearcat is used in another county? Is it you and our sheriff's deputies that are actually using it in another county, or do the sheriff's deputies in the other county take over and use it? No. <clears throat> when it is uh, requested outside of our county, it is our staff that operate that, that vehicle. Um, you know, a couple of things. First of all, this exact issue was addressed uh, last week in finance when it was added to the fiscal note. Um, and I might just read that. The Bearcat is a defensive vehicle not used in peaceful crowd control functions. So that's covered in the fiscal note of the original resolution 388. I, I would just remind you of an incident that occurred in Dallas, Texas that was a peaceful demonstration in that community that turned highly violent, that injured numerous uh, individuals in that community, as well as law enforcement officers. And I believe that this amendment would attempt, strong on the attempt, to prevent the sheriff from utilizing this vehicle if an assault on those exact demonstrators who were being peaceful became violent. So at a minimum, if, if I may, I, I would suggest or I would certainly look to talk to a supervisor to amend that um, amendment to 388 to include language similar to to only be used in a defensive posture if during a demonstration, it became violent, and the sheriff's office was required to use it for the safety and for life and safety uh, of 
citizens. Thank you, thank you, Chair. Supervisor uh, Rusk, do you have further before questions? Before you go away, Mr. Sheriff, what about the second part? Do you have it, the, the lower part about the uh, including it in your strategic plan for racial equity and social justice in consultation with the Office of Equity and Inclusion and input from communities of color? So if you could tell us what written policies you have in place so far and what how, how do you feel about Well, again, this, this is a uh, vehicle used in a defensive posture. It's not used in an offensive. We don't drive it around punching holes into uh, to buildings or using it as uh, platforms to observe people. It's only utilized uh, by a specialized team to respond in a defensive rescue or life and safety uh, position. Uh, when there is a threat of violence or there has been a display of a weapon or shots fired. Um, as it relates to the Office of, of uh, Racial Equity, um, I work very closely with them. But as an office, I don't report to them. But I work with them every single day. And we'll continue to work with them collaboratively on a host of issues uh, and continue to have uh, viable, worthwhile discussions, but I don't report to them. Thank you, Sheriff Mahoney. Supervisor Rusk? You can speak to it after your okay. question, Jessica. Um, uh, based on the, on the Sheriff's comments, um, over the years, uh, especially as we've worked to um, enhance and reform the criminal justice system, we run into these issues where it's sort of a, um, a constitutional kind of issue. Uh, for instance, we asked the sheriff to come in this week and report on solitary confinement um, earlier in the year, we asked the judiciary to come in and talk to us about bail. And we run into these issues when we mandate different constitutional officers of what they have to do. And that's what I'm worried about in the, the, lo the lower part here. I think it's very clear uh, the sheriff and the chief deputy was at the finance committee. Supervisor Stubbs um, is not here tonight, but she amended to get the fiscal estimate um, enhanced so that we're clear on, on the defensive vehicle being used for, for crowd control. I mean, that is the policy in Dane County. We have it in writing with the, the, the fiscal estimate. But I'm, I'm concerned about what's going to happen if we mandate various written policies that the sheriff has to implement with parts of government that are outside the sheriff's department and outside the authority he has under the Wisconsin statutes. And I think this is an area 
where we're going um, a, a little bit too far. So either we have to amend it somehow or, uh, or, or vote no on it. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Rusk. Supervisor Schauer. I'm sure. Um, I will might as well be the person to mention that this is committee work being done on the board floor. I would have really liked the opportunity to talk about this and debate these types of amendments on P&F, and I'm sure Paul would have liked, or Supervisor Rusk would have liked the opportunity to talk about this in PP&J where this discussion belongs. Secondly, and more importantly, this is a replacement of a Bearcat that we already have. This is a, um, not the, this doesn't seem to me to be the, the right moment to, you know, to hold up um, the purchase of this needed a piece of equipment that's, that I've seen in my day job saves lives. I don't want us to get anywhere near the possibility of not purchasing this thing tonight. And any type of strings and it being added to it, if we want to talk about policy, about some, something's used that can be done through a separate resolution, it does not need to be tied to the purchase of this ridiculously needed equipment. Our, we ask so much of our law enforcement officers in terms of um, you know, going into places that we run away from. And this equipment has, you know, not just for the officers themselves. These Bearcats are used to go into places to get people out of, to get people out of hostage situations, get people out of hostile, um, you know, people. This is not an instance of militarization of our, of our sheriff's department. There has been no indication of, the, of improper use of the Bearcat that we already have. If they show me one instance where this was used against the community of our, our, community, our communities of color, then the, the type of additional, um, the, the type of additional uh, oversight that this looks to do would be appropriate. But no, this, our sheriff's department, our law enforcement community is doing well with the, with the equipment it has. That equipment needs to be replaced. Everything else should be done through the, um, through the Office of Equity and Inclusion, through the, um, you know, their, the strategic plan. I mean, they, the, this, this, the supervisors that are proposing this amendment have every ability to have input into the, the um, strategic plan without this amendment. So I suggest that they focus their energy there and not do anything that could get in the way of us purchasing this equipment tonight. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Supervisor Shower. Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. Well, I voted in support of this uh, on the committee level, uh, but I think that it's healthy to have discussions about justice and equity uh, at all times. And I must tell you that uh, I think our sheriff's department has those conversations on a regular basis, and um, they wouldn't have taken the job if they didn't want to have those conversations. They do it, and I think it's okay to have it again tonight and as often as we need to. Uh, I do have a question for Corporation Council. I, uh, in line with what Supervisor Rex said, I mean, 
in my mind, I think the, the first, be it further resolved, could be, be it further resolved that the Dane County Board expects that the armored rescue vehicle shall be used in this realm versus the way it's language now that we are telling the sheriff's department what to do. He is a separately elected official. We have great relationships, but we don't get to tell him what to do. We get to be upset if he does something and we can write press releases and stomp our feet and do bet. I didn't mean to minimize that. I didn't mean that as a stomp. We, there are things that we can do and should do, and it is our obligation to do. Uh, just as he is an elected official, it's his obligation to do the same when he is not satisfied with the work that we are doing. But do, are we allowed to legally do what is written in that first proposed? No, the first paragraph wouldn't be enforceable. The sheriff gets, has a duty under the Constitution to exercise his discretion to protect the public, and the board can't tell him how to do that or how to exercise his discretion. Okay. Thank you. So, uh, I don't know if it's a friendly amendment or if I could make a request of the uh, of the author, Supervisor Whiteleitner, because I, I don't have a problem with making that statement. I would like to – there's a way to do this that is not controversial, to say we hold these ideals. I believe our ideals are the same as the Sheriff's Department ideals. I do not think this is a as complicated as we're trying to make it be. But – so may I make an amendment? We already have two motions on the floor, this and the, the initial motion and this. There could be a substitute amendment. Well, I would make like to make a substitute amendment to change the first sentence to say, of course, I think there's work to be done on the second sentence, so there you go. But on the first one, to say, be it further resolved that the Dane County Board expects that the armored rescue vehicle shall not be used for crowd control. If, that, if those are our beliefs, we have every right to put them forward in a resolution that we write. Okay, so Supervisor Baird, so that I understand your substitute motion is... You need it in writing. You, you need it in writing first. Yeah, has been writing. Sure. Okay, but also, um, then, are you moving the second part of it as part of it or just only having the first part and... Um, What's that? I just need you to take it up. Well, I was going to, but then you decided to do it instead, so I'm not quite sure what, I'm, what just happened. So Pardon me. So, Sup Supervisor Baird, just to clarify, your, mo your substitute motion is just to take the first paragraph, and only the first paragraph will be um, considered. Yes. Okay. Then I, because my presumption is then there could be another motion after this. Yes. That takes the second paragraph off, if so be. I would like to discuss them separately. Okay. Yes. Okay, so your motion a, is to I move. I don't have a second, so. Oh, I'm sorry. Moved by Baird, seconded by Dye. Um, is there discussion on Supervisor Baird's substitute motion? The way it is, and again, this is kind of crossed out a lot, so I might get it wrong. Um, be it further resolved that the Dane County Board expects that the armored rescue vehicle shall not be used for offensive crowd control. I'm sorry, what? 
she went to her verbal motion, did not include the word offensive, is why she said that. That's why. Yep, that's okay. I'll reread it. Be it further resolved that the Dane County Board expects that the armored rescue vehicle shall not be used for crowd control. On Supervisor Baird's amendment, Supervisor Dye. Thank you, Madam Chair. I was happy to second this because I think it reflects the conversation that we had at Personnel and Finance that was in large part led by Supervisor Stubbs, who could not be here tonight because of a family issue. But Supervisor Stubbs at committee spoke very passionately about this issue, and it certainly, as Supervisor Schauer pointed out, was something that he said he would have appreciated the chance to talk about Personnel and Finance, and we actually did talk about for almost an hour this specific resolution and the way that this equipment would be used. The fiscal note that you see before you tonight reflects changes that were made by the department to reflect their policy that this is not used for crowd control of peaceful protests and that it is a defensive vehicle, and that is language that was discussed with the Finance Committee. And our desire to have that reflected was part of that conversation, and part of the reason that Finance chose to do that in the fiscal note is because the Sheriff's Department was willing to do that there. And then we had that buy-in from the Sheriff's Department that goes to the heart of this issue of the constitutional issues between separation of powers from the County Board and the Sheriff's Office. However, I think I'm happy to supplement that sentiment that's in the fiscal note by having the Board take a position as expressed by Supervisor Baird's amendment. I'm not, however, happy to support the second portion of Supervisor Wegleitner's original amendment regarding development of policies for two reasons. And that's not before us right now. It wasn't moved, and I want to say why I'm supporting this instead of the original. She's point of order, Supervisor. I think we're only on the Baird amendment right now. And Supervisor Dye had indicated that she is expressing why she is supporting this over the other amendment. And that is because as part of that personal and finance conversation, we also discussed the development of policies. And Supervisor Stubbs, who unfortunately is not here tonight for this discussion, had expressed a desire to work on a way to develop those policies in conjunction with the Sheriff's Department and look at ways that we can set policies around purchases like this so that we have clearer guidelines for ourselves and the county as a whole when these issues come before us and that those guidelines have been informed by community input. And so I would much prefer to not see us go with the previous version and instead pass the substitute amendment tonight and then continue the work that I think is intended by both what Supervisor Stubbs discussed at the committee and what was in the previous version of this amendment as we move forward as a board. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. On the Baird amendment, Supervisor Gillis. Supervisor Hendrick. Cancel. Supervisor Farrell. Yes, thank you, Madam Chair. And if the Sheriff could come up, I'd like to ask a question about the Baird amendment. And also, Sheriff, while you're walking up, if we continue this discussion and I speak again, I'll have questions for you the next time I speak if we continue on the second part. The question I have for you now, Sheriff, is in the example you talked about earlier in Dallas, 
you talked about the, the shooting and, and how their armored vehicle or their Bearcat or wherever they had was used at a peaceful demonstration that turned violent, not because of the people in the demonstration, but others. And it was used to protect people. And, and, and I got the impression you said that was an example of crowd control that that vehicle was used in. And I guess I'd like clarification from you if I understood you correctly, because the way this amendment currently would say is you wouldn't even be able to use it or the county policy, county board would say don't even use it in a, in a case like that because it doesn't say not be used for defensive crowd control or offensive crowd control. It's crowd control. With all due respect, I would interpret the initial amendment in directing, directing me to not utilize this vehicle in any fashion during crowd control. Okay. It is my position, as was stated in the Second Amendment to the original, that it is not my intent to use it for crowd control. But I certainly don't want anybody to be under the misbelief that if any citizen is, a, is under attack, that this vehicle would not be used protect our citizens. The Dallas uh, peaceful protest turned very violent in a short period of time, and their Bearcats and their military vehicles, two separate, were utilized to extricate victims who had been shot, to protect police officers and deliver police officers and paramedics, for rescue operations, for extraction from police officers who were wounded lying in the street. And I don't want there to be any <coughs> misunderstanding that as sheriff, I'll use all the equipment I have and all the equipment that this board allows me to have to protect our citizens. But this is a defensive vehicle, not an offensive vehicle. It is not, nor will it ever be my intent, to use this vehicle for peaceful crowd control. Thank you, Sheriff. Based on what the, what the I, I don't think I have any more questions for you right now, but if we continue the discussion, I probably will on the second part if it comes back. The, the Baird Amendment talks about crowd control. I think we just heard the sheriff say he, if he has to use the vehicle in a situation, he's going to use the vehicle if they own it. Uh, if a lot of times it will come down, what's the definition of crowd control? If there's a demonstration and the demonstrators start attacking this building or they attack the Capitol or someone's house or whatever. Is that crowd control or is that defensive crowd control, offensive crowd control? The sheriff's going to be caught in the crosshairs, and I think we need to stop micromanaging the sheriff in that regard. He says he's going to do what he has to do, and I, and I agree with that. The policies need to be set not in this type of resolution but perhaps in somewhere else. So I would urge my colleagues to vote against this amendment. Thank you, Supervisor Farrell. Supervisor Schauer. Thank you, Madam Chair. I, I do remember the Personnel and Finance Committee meeting where we did discuss this topic. We did not discuss any specific res 
amendment to the resolution itself in that we were only talking about amending the fiscal note which didn't have which it was made clear to me didn't have any type of actual um, did not tie the hands of the sheriff in any way or change the policy of the board in any way so I supported that change to the fiscal note um, I do believe that this type of discussion does need to happen but it should not be happening in conjunction with um, purchasing of this vehicle and to the amendment specifically um, I I actually do share uh, supervisor um, supervisor uh, um, Farrell's concerns with regard to um, what specifically the, the county board means by um, crowd control because the, the discussion we had in committee was about um, with regard to peaceful protests as opposed to just crowd control which does have a, um, a bunch of different meanings for all those reasons and because I don't think we should be attaching um, statements of interest to uh, resolutions for purchase um, I'm, I'm going to vote against this um, however you amend it um, and I'm going to I'm going to urge my colleagues to support um, the purchase of this whether or not this gets amended or not thank you thank you supervisor shower supervisor downing well thank you madam chair um, after the sheriff spoke the first time uh, I came up with the same uh, reservation that supervisor Farrell expressed and um, and and then I, I buzzed in here ready to offer uh, a friendly amendment to uh, Supervisor Baird in which I would would have asked to uh, include the word peaceful in front of crowd control because that's the term used in the um, fiscal note however after hearing the sheriff speak the second time uh, I, I do believe that uh, that would preclude him even having this vehicle nearby uh, and if 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 a uh, peaceful demonstration rapidly became uh, dangerous uh, he wouldn't have this uh, at his he wouldn't have this available so uh, upon hearing that um, I, I believe I can't support the amendment uh, at all thank you supervisor Downing Supervisor Nelson. Thank you, Madam Chair. Uh, I'd like to ask another question of Sheriff Mahoney. Uh, we've been talking about, you know, perhaps the, what uh, this vehicle can and can't be used for. I was reading a number of articles about, you know, this agenda item, this discussion that we're having tonight, and one of them mentioned that so far this year, the current vehicle has been used 50 times, both in Dane County and in the area where. Um, you know, when you get requests. I just thought it might be useful for us to hear from you. Uh, you know, I guess I'd like to know too, how many times has it been used in Dane County? How many times in the area that you serve? Uh, are there any kind of typical uses? Uh, you know, what might be out of those 50 times this year? What's the most common type of use? And then maybe uh, a third option, has, have there been any incidents where the situation may have turned into uh, what could we could call a crowd control issue where it might have developed into something like that so that's sort of a three parts to this question okay. a little historical we have had our current Bearcat 
for 10 years. And in that 10-year period, if I talk about crowd control as an example, even the perception of violent crowd control, you know, we've, we as a community have experienced uh, Mifflin Street block party. We've experienced in a multitude of variations Freak Fest down on State Street. Um, even years ago, before Freak Fest got a little more or less freaky, um, it was a little more violent. Um, never. In a, either one of those demonstrations was a bearcat even considered. Even the year rocks were thrown at the police, the horse got punched in the nose. Um, there were physical confrontations between law enforcement and freaks during Freak Fest. Okay. Never once was the Bearcat even considered to be deployed. In 10 years, there have been 141 deployments of the Bearcat. 117 times in Dane County, 24 times out of county in the 10 counties that we are responsible for under the alert or aligned law enforcement response team agreement. The traditional call out in which that vehicle would be used is a call out in which a barricaded armed subject where there is a known fact that firearms, loaded firearms are being used or threatened we would use that vehicle to deploy police officers in observation points, to be available and ready and equipped with our tactical medics, which are paramedics who, are, who have been trained, who run their normal paramedic routes, but have been trained as tactical medics uh, to go into hostile situations. So we would deliver them into a situation or we now have a, a UW uh, critical care physician who is actually part of our team who at times would be deployed forward in a hostile situation. Hostile situation might be a mall shooting, a theater shooting, a school shooting, where traditionally the practice is until a situation is completely, I think what the fire department refers to as green, meaning it is entirely safe, the paramedics wait a, a distance away until they can be brought in with the understanding that all potential threats have been removed. We currently have six paramedics and this ER critical care physician uh, who would deploy into that situation, not wait for everything to be comfy and cozy and safe. And we need that bearcat for that purpose. We have we've deployed it where individuals have shot at law enforcement <coughs> and then been, been ready had needed to be uh, deployed with uh, our team. One instance in, in uh, 
Mount Hort. We had a gentleman that called the school and said he was coming to school to shoot up the school. In that case, we deployed the Bearcat to block his truck into his residence while we negotiated with him. He eventually surrendered. Just last year, we had an incident in Verona where an individual had shot. He had, he had come into one of the local churches, had fired rounds, was threatening to kill people, and as soon as the Bearcat pulled in the parking lot, he came out and surrendered. We had an incident where we deployed to Richland County, where Richland County deputies had been shot upon, their vehicle, their squad car had been shot up, and we responded to negotiate with an individual who fired upon our vehicle, and we received a 308 round through the passenger window. Didn't penetrate the window, fortunately, because the deputy sitting behind it would have been struck um, somewhere between his head and his upper chest. Um, that resulted in, uh, he, that individual ultimately took his own life. Um, we had an incident last night in Wanakee where a young man uh, threatened to kill himself. Um, there was no uh, knowledge that, in fact, he positively had firearms. We did not deploy in that situation. We used patrol deputies and Wanakee police officers to resolve that peacefully. In 10 years, in the 117 instances uh, that we have deployed um, where the vehicle has, um, let me back up because we've actually had incidents. We had shots fired where individuals um, 2010, I think it was, where we ended up having individuals who actually shot at deputies. Um, but the vast majority of our cases resolved themselves peacefully, where people voluntarily surrendered. And that's because of the uh, level of professionalism of our team and the uh, level of training of our negotiators. Did that answer your question? Yes, very, yes thank you very much. That was, yeah, just what I was looking for. Thank you. Thank you, Mr. Sheriff. Further discussion? Supervisor McCarville. Um, thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I sit on the PP&J committee, as you all know, and um, we did discuss this in committee. Uh, we had one citizen that showed up. Um, she had her questions answered. So um, I'm... Uh, in agreement with uh, Supervisor Shower that if folks really would like to debate this and are, and are extremely serious about it, it would be nice if they would come to the PPNJ committee and we could spend all night on it. Um, I think we should let the sheriff um, do his job. I think that um, we passed um, this in budget, so this is a resolution to accept um, the money to purchase the vehicle. And as the sheriff has told us, it's to save lives and to protect people. Um, so I'm not going to vote in uh, favor of the amendments. Um, I think we should vote it as is. And I think we should let the sheriff do his job. And I think we should do ours. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor McCarville. Supervisor Kolar. Thank you, Chair Corrigan. 
um, as has been stated uh, by the sheriff, that he actively works with the Office of Equity, and I have faith in him. And as a constitutional officer and an elected official, and over 10 years of, ex of the Bearcat experience and what it has done, um, I, again, deeply appreciate what the amendments and trying to work the amendments here this evening. Uh, the intention is good. I don't see that it's ready and more committee work will benefit. Again, but it continues that dialogue. But most significantly to me, at just our last meeting, Supervisor Farrell read the names of officers who have been killed in the line of duty. And this Bearcat has literally saved lives, both of law enforcement officials and of citizens. And um, again, I appreciate the intent and the desires and the hopes um, that are evident in this proposed amendment and the attempts to amend it to make it passable tonight. But I too must vote no. Thank you, Supervisor Kolar. Supervisor Beldrin. Thank you, Madam Chair. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, I share some of the original concerns, and I, I still do, with the use of a vehicle like this that can be turned. But as been said by many before me, that this is something that we don't really want to tie the sheriff's hands uh, with. Um, I just asked him about the deputies that were in North Dakota and that he, they, they, they left after his getting citizen input. So this is obviously somebody who listens to the community and responds um, as he sees fit. Um, we're lucky um, to have a, have a sheriff like we have in this county. Um, we should be proud of who we've elected um, and, and re-elected. Um, that somebody who does listen to the community, that doesn't go off on his own and, and does what he wants and like a, a sheriff to the east of us. Um, so I think this is somebody who really does care um, about the concerns and shares those beliefs in, this, in the county. Um, he's hardly somebody that would really just have a vehicle just go out and do something that it's not intended for unless it was absolutely necessary. And he mentioned uh, when he was up uh, previously that it's the professionalism of his department and of himself that we need to heed. And I think we have put him in that position and all the citizens have um, in this county. And I think we should respect that and, and where there's certainly concerns and what earlier was said about a new administration and who knows what is going to be happening. I think we have to respect the elected official that we have put um, in charge of this county. So with that, where I respect the, uh, the ideas brought forth, I would also urge uh, my fellow board members to um, vote against this amendment. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Belgian. Supervisor Baird. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, again, I just wanted to say a final few words since it is my amendment. Um, I am in support of Sheriff Mahoney. I am in support of this purchase. I'm a little confused, but that could just be me. 
why we would have a problem affirmatively making a statement that we don't want this vehicle used in a way that doesn't reflect our values. You know, I trust Sheriff Mahoney. I think he does an excellent job. But let's face reality of the country that we're living in. He's not responsible for it. We are not responsible for it. But we are leaders living in a country where there are people in this country, communities of color, that are afraid of the police. They have reason to be afraid of the police. If you can't understand that, I honestly don't think you should be doing this job, to tell you the truth. And I know Sheriff Mahoney understands that, and that's why I think he's an excellent sheriff, because he gets that, and it has nothing to do with him. It has nothing to do with the people in this room. It has to do with the society that we're living in. And I would hope that we could. This is the smallest, tossing the smallest of, of a bone to make a statement that says, we expect that it won't be used in an inappropriate way. I can't imagine not voting for this. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Baird. Is there further discussion on Supervisor Baird's amendment? And I'm going to ask the clerk to read it one more time so everybody knows what they're voting on. Be it further resolved that the armored rescue vehicles shall not be used be it further resolved that the Dane County Board expects that the armored rescue vehicles shall not be used for crowd control. And the second part would not be included in it. That's so it's correct. just that addition to the... Uh, okay. Thank you. Um, on Supervisor Baird's amendment, the clerk will call the roll. Gillis. No. Gillis, no. Hendrick. Aye. Hendrick, hi. Jones. No. Jones, no. Kiefer. No. Kiefer, no. Kilmer. No. Kilmer, no. Kolar. No. Kolar, no. Krause. Aye. Krause, I. Levin. No. Levin, no. Matano. Aye. Matano, I. McCarville. No. McCarville, no. Miles. No. Miles, no. Nelson. No. Nelson, no. O'Loughlin, O'Loughlin, absent. Pirtle, absent. Rip. Rip, no. Rit. Rit, I. Rusk. Rusk, I. Saloff. Saloff, no. Shower. Shower, no. Schmidt. Schmidt, no. Stubbs. Stubbs, absent. Veldrin. Veldrin, no. Wegleitner. Wegleitner, I. Willett. Willett, no. Williams. Williams, no. Young. Young, no. Was Weefel. Sweeple, no. Baird. Aye. Baird, I. Bollig. No. Bollig, no. Chenoweth is absent, right? Clausius. No. Clausius, no. De Felice. De Felice, absent. Downing. No. Downing, no. Die. Die, I. Erickson. Aye. Erickson, I. Farrell. No. Farrell, no. Corrigan. No. Corrigan, no. The vote is 29 um, ayes, 23 noes, and the amendment fails. Nine eyes. Yeah. Go ahead. I said nine eyes, 23 no's, and the amendment fails. Did I? She, she corrected herself. Okay. I heard it. Okay. On resolution 388, Supervisor Dye. Uh, I was going to speak to Supervisor Wagleitner's amendment, which is still on the floor. Correct. Okay. You, it would need to be moved again. 
Okay, no, I'm sorry. The substitute amendment failed. The substitute failed. You're right. So Supervisor Dye's amendments, you're right, is still on the floor. Thank you. So uh, to Supervisor Wegleitner's original amendment, um, I very much appreciate the intent. You've already heard me speak to the second portion of it and why I don't support moving forward with that tonight. Um, but on the first part of it, I don't support it because as drafted, it indicates that the armored vehicle, rescue vehicle shall not be used for crowd control, and that is simply not true. Uh, if we say that, because we have no ability to say that. I believe that it probably will be true, because I believe that the sheriff's de department will continue with their past practices, which has not been to use it for crowd control, but we do not have the ability here tonight to direct the sheriff's department on how to use this equipment. Um, I am concerned about the militarization of police, and I am concerned about building trust with communities of color, and I don't believe that we help to build trust by making promises that we can't keep. Um, and as much as some of us who are sitting here, myself included, might want it to be true um, that we could set policy tonight and restrict how this piece of vehicle, piece of equipment might be used, we simply can't. It, even if we crafted this for the next two hours and got the wording exactly right so that uh, the sheriff's department told us that they were okay with the way that we worded it, they still would not be bound by it. Um, and so I'm going to vote against this, and I hope that you will as well so that we can move forward with the work that we need to do on setting more general policies on these matters um, and that we make sure that we get this equipment, which really truly does uh, protect both our deputies and the community, and we have seen that from past practices. Um, and when we talked about this at finance, um, there wasn't a single example that came up for the decade, basically, that we've had this piece of equipment um, where there were questions that had been raised about how it had been used. And so for this particular piece of equipment, I am comfortable voting yes. I'm comfortable that we're going to continue to use that equipment in the way that we have seen the department use it before but we can't do anything about that today. As much as we talk till we're blue in the face about it, at the end of the day, that decision is going to be in the hands of the sheriff. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Dye. Is there further discussion on the original motion, Supervisor Wegleitner's amendment? Supervisor Rusk. Thank you, Madam Chair. I, I just wanted to call attention. Um, sometimes when committees have a little bit more time, um, they can do a really good job with crafting language. And if you read um, what the Finance Committee did uh, with the fiscal estimate, um, that is excellent language. It, it says what the Bearcat is used for. It says what we're not going to use it for. And I think we should depend on that as far as making our, our statement tonight. So I would urge everybody um, to vote against the um, amendment and rely on the work, the very good work that was done in the Finance Committee. Thank you. Thank you, Supervisor Rusk. Is there further discussion on the amendment? If not, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. no. The noes have it and the amendment fails. On Resolution 388, is there discussion? Seeing none, all those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. no. The um, ayes have it, and Resolution 388 is approved. We have completed the rest of the agenda. Um, 
Is there anyone wishing to weigh in under such other business as the county board is authorized to conduct by law? Seeing no one, is there a motion to adjourn? Moved by Supervisor Shower, seconded by Supervisor Gillis. All those in favor say aye. aye. Opposed say no. The ayes have it, and we are adjourned. <laughs>